Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Press, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening, good people? Mm. Cash, for the new people, first time joining us, even though we've been doing this for a while. Can you please tell them who we are and what we do? We Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast, and we talk about Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar. That's what we. That's a little bit about what we about, people. And I'm just joking. But that's what the show is all about today. We talk about music, sports, culture, entertainment each and every week. This is episode 161. We give interviews to underground artists, mainstream or whoever will come on in music that we actually like. And then we also have people from all walks of life that are doing dope shit in life, whether it be entrepreneurship, whether it be motivational speaking, so on and so forth. So that's a little bit about what we do, but what we can hang what you can hang your hat on is music and sports each and every week. So that's a little bit about us, man. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Uh, so, Cash, this episode, man, uh, we're going to do a different type of format now, man. This year, like we think we say, we're going to switch it up. I kind of started it by the episode when we was kind of sick and I had to do just Pusha T and just releasing that album. Kind of like the format. So I think that's how we're going to do on all the the big releases, the ones that people are anticipating. We'll have that, and then we'll get back to the regular breaking down of the the other albums on a weekly basis uh, on the non-release of the big-time artists. So that's that's how we're going to do it. So anything that came out this week, don't worry. We'll catch up on next week, and we'll have a, we'll have a proper breakdown of all those albums. But this uh, but this week, it's Kendrick on. Show for show, man. Kendrick only, man. Kendrick only. So we think that uh, some of these artists warrant a full album breakdown. We were just like really catering to you guys, trying to give you quick 15-minute episodes in and out, catering to the people that are not like us. That's not the crowd we want to cater to. We want to cater to the crowd that want to hear in-depth breakdowns. Now, this won't be every week, but for the guys like Kendrick, the guys like Cole, you know, the guys that really move the needle push the guys that really move the needle in the industry as far as the music that we enjoy we want to give them their just due and really give you know a solid breakdown track by track you know and we'll see how this goes along so we also do this with our only the classic series that we we will be revamping pretty soon so hopefully this is a good experience for you guys we will you know we won't belabor the point but you know it's a work in progress so y'all let us know what y'all think about the new format all right, Cash, to start off, I mean, not everybody's going to be into the big, long, drawn-out, song-by-song dissect. They just want to know what we thought on the album and yeah, give us uh, some type of rating and just just be done with it. For those people, we're going to give it to you right up front. All right, so Cash, can you give us your thoughts on the album, and then I'll get back? Oh, okay. Um, so overall, man, um, again, like, just came out Friday, so we're recording this. Well, what is it, the... 16th right now today you know what i mean so we're recording it with roughly three days um two and a half days of listening to it several times and you know this is where we at right now pretty sure with our mid-year wrap-up and then our end of year wrap-up we'll have way more time to really go in depth and really give you guys how we feel over the course of time but for this project right now um you know i'm kind of cool on it for right now you know what i mean Over overall i think it's a good body of work it's um deep on many le- levels and layers it wasn't the album i was expecting especially um after damn but i mean what could you expect with five years 
a little over five years, right, since the last release. So a lot of life has been lived. The man has grown up. And he's giving you exactly how he feels. So I can't be mad at that because I'm into the emo space. I love that type of rap. Like I told you over the phone, Prez, Joe Budden is one of my favorite rappers and people may laugh at that. You know what I mean? And they say what they want to say about Joe, but Joe was one of my favorite rappers because he tapped into that. Seagull was another person, tapped into the flaws and everything. And, you know, whole to a certain extent, you know, later on in his career with 444 and just... Uh, a little bit of other things before that. So those are the type of artists that I like um, that really give you them. Whenever they give it to you, you can't really be mad at that. You know what I mean? Especially if that you're me and you like that type of rap. So overall, I'm, I'm good with it right now. I'm returning to it. I'm returning to it often right now because of the pod, but I'm, I'm pretty sure even if we didn't have the pod, I would return to it a lot. I like the second part, the volume two, a lot more. Then volume one, but volume one has some bops. It has ebbs and flows in volume one, but I think if I really wanted to to say which one I like more is is volume two. So Kodak features, I mean, you know, I think the features were properly placed. Ghostface stood out to me. Um, so that that's really where I'm at. But as we kind of get into this, this breakdown line by line, we're really gonna give you what we feel about each song. And you know, you know, I like it. I'm going to return to it. It's definitely rewind worthy because with Kendrick, you just got to sit and listen, man. That That's where I'm at. You just got to sit and listen and catch the lines and the different meanings and layers to it. I'm not talking about the conspiracy theory guys that's out there with adding shit up and fourth chambers and all that. Like I, I get it, you know, but I'm just saying the me the meanings of what he's intending to say until he actually says it in an interview or some form of fashion. He may or may not do that. He may be, you know, do what he typically does and not really, you know, give you all of that. You know what I mean? And just let you dissect the music and take, take it for what it is. You know, I think it was, as I listened to it a few times, Perez, though, what I really came back to is that first song, uh, United in Grief. He told you everything this project was about to be up. Yeah. Like, you can catch all the lines oh, in it yeah. and he has a song. Hey, 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 we got to get so, into that. This ain't, this ain't for yeah. that. This, this, this part so, ain't for that. They want to hear that part. That, that's for the, just give you overall. What about you? Uh, what about you? So overall, return, um, replay worthy, definitely not mad at it. I'm also not mad at people who feel it's too much um, as far as for the time it dropped, summertime. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Most people just want to go out, That's enjoy cool. themselves, and yeah. not really. It didn't have a lot of that. It didn't no, have a lot of not that. Not a lot of. So lot. let me get Two into box, mine. not a lot. So uh, I can acknowledge that this is a, a masterpiece, man. Like it's, it's truly is a great body of work right here that he kind of put out uh the concept of it him you know kind of at the end feeling like it's gonna he's gonna close this chapter probably go do some family shit and then come come back maybe maybe you know what i mean we heard plenty of rappers retire i don't know if that's what he got out of here but it kind of felt like that at the end like he was putting a cap a ending to this right here right and it was like a a therapy session throughout with that acknowledging that it's a masterpiece I acknowledge Mona Lisa is a masterpiece too. I don't need that shit in my house though. You know what I mean? It's not going to fit my flow. Uh, so <laughs> everything on here, I didn't like, you know what I mean? And I, I, like you saying like that, I think you said the second part was, was good to you. It was more of the, the middle, I mean the, the back end of the first 
the big steppers and then the front end of the morale, I think that's what it was. So the second part, it was like the front end of that. So it was a mixture for me that I kind of liked. It was like right there in between. All that was good. Rest of the stuff just like, man, it just keep digging, digging, digging. And then some of the concepts was was unique. It's good, but it's only like a, a one listen type thing for me. And I can kind of skip past. I, I gave it a deeper listen like now, but I know like when I go back and play through, like some of that shit I don't need to hear again. You know what I mean? It's like uh, I equate it to the movie, the Denzel Washington movie. What was that? Book of Eli. Once you know the outcome of it, you know what I mean? It was great. That first watch, you know, like, oh shit, he was, you know what I mean? Great. And then after that, yeah. after that, I don't need to watch it again. You know what I mean? I kind of great conversations though. Great conversations yeah, yeah, started yeah. for for conversations that are not had, uh, especially in black and brown communities. So, you it's, know, a lot of that. We gotta get yeah. a little bit into that on on here on the track breakdowns because, like I said, I felt like it was like him bringing like people who was afraid of therapy session where he's bringing it to you and he putting it out front. Now you got to talk about this because Hey, I talked about it and this is, this is the body of work. So if you're into hip hop, this is going to be the conversation. You're going to have to speak on these issues. So there you go. Uh, but overall, good, good, good. Uh, we'll probably be coming back to it. I, I going to slim this down <laughs> myself. I'll make it just like you they blueprint had the blueprint to this. Two, 2.1, I'm going to have the the Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers. I'm going to have this one album. I'll have it probably about nine to ten songs, and mm, it's going to be my mix, and that's what I'm going to go to. All these other songs I'll take out of here. So, But I appreciate what he gave us. That's that's a full album to me, so that's still that's still great. And the songs yeah. that he that I do like, man, I, I love, you know what I mean? So it's I would consider it great music. So. For sure. So that's our... Surface level, there you go, how we feel. We about to get in the tracks. This is how it's going to go, people. You know what I mean? We gave you a little bit, give you the breakdown, give you the social media narratives that's kind of been out there. Then we'll, we'll share our final thoughts after we give the track-by-track breakdown. Let you guys know. If you don't know, check. If you're listening to this, just check the, the timestamps. Go, you know, go to the show, check the timestamps. If you're watching this, Check the timestamps. Each and every song that we talk about will be right there. If you just want to hear about one song, it'll be right there. So that's just for you people that don't know how to use timestamps. I'm not trying to, you know, be a dick about it, but I mean, it's it's right there. You can just like your favorite chapter in your scene in your favorite show. We're making it easy for you, making it palatable. So if you see an hour and 15 minute podcast, don't don't fear. Just go right to what you want to want to listen to. You know, if you if you don't want to see context and don't value that. So, yeah. So uh, <laughs> nah, we, we just want to, everybody want the little hot little line, man. And just hot take. Like, yeah. Hot react, take. Yeah. The hot take and react off that, man. That's 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 what they want. What? Prayer said what? Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. We'll give we give that. We give that to you in the clips and the sound bites. Of course, we give that to you. But yeah, uh, overall, overall, we know we're about context, not about the, the clickbait. So. Road less traveled. I know. Road less traveled. Are you ready for this breakdown, press? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go get into it. Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Rowell and the Big Steppers. 18 songs. I went 13 minutes. Uh, So I, I have to mention the lead up to this. The lead up, the heart part five, right? Now, what I said about the heart part five, you can go listen to our breakdown of that, but I was just like saying like, hey, it's it's... It didn't do anything to get me hype. It's a nice little piece, but it's not an album cut. 
cash. What was the hard part five on this? We we knew it's it not a fucking be. album cut, is it? We dude? knew that. Though. We know it's not a fucking album cut. So get out my hey. So all y'all who was up there talking that shit, hey, my look. Told you it wasn't a damn album cut. It's something that's a B cut, B side little thing that's usually on his mixtapes that kind of gets you let him be more artistic with it. But it's not something. It's not a single that's gonna get you hype. It's other songs on here I'm gonna mention. That, that's going to be there. So, the hard part five, he didn't find that it fit on his album. So, what was wrong with me saying that? <laughs> I got nothing. I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. That, it's press shooting at, at his people in the comments and stuff like that. That's press shooting at the people, man. Anyway, man, let's uh let's start with United in Grief, man. Track number one off uh, volume one. Uh, Man, so, initially, like, when I heard this, I was just like, man... I don't know. I was I was kind of fearing what he was doing off uh, on that heart part five. Like this was gonna be like a more of a spoken word type piece. Though we did get that. That's kind of how this one started off. It switched up real quick as it uh, it had him spitting. Like he only did that for about thirty seconds and then went to spitting on that right man. So he did his multiple flows, multiple styles on one track, showing off like you know that he very diverse. In his rap game, I mean, he was showing off uh, his. He was letting everybody know how how he can own each different space on there. I think I like that. I like that he did that. Uh, so, you? Yeah, it, it threw me for a loop with the. I think it was like maybe two, the three beat beat switch changes. Yeah, um, off the top of my head, three or whatever. So it threw me for a loop. Like, oh shit, what am I? <laughs> what am I getting into? Because I gave this the nerd listen, bro. I had my head, my Bose headphones on, sitting on the couch, nothing else really going on. Also had Apple Music up, reading the uh the credits, not the credits, but the credits and the uh the lyrics and the uh the lyrics as we went through it just to kind of see if I caught anything, you know what I mean? And then um, you know, yeah, man. So, like I said, as we go throughout the rest of the lyric by lyric breakdown as far as the the songs, you know, just listening to it over time you realize out the gate what it was going to be about. And then he came back with songs that mirrored exactly what he was saying in this intro. You know what I mean? So to me, and you know, what we typically say is just, it's a perfect setup to, to an album. You know what I mean? Because regardless of how you feel about the album overall, it's sticking to the theme and the narrative of the album and how you set up an album and a sequence and, and everything is very important and, and sticking to the subject matter, especially subject matter as serious as what he's addressing in this uh, in this project, so he was in his pocket in his bag. So excellent, excellent intro to kind of get you ready for, or just throw you really for a loop on. Well, what the hell am I about to experience, really? So that that's that was my take on on the uh, United and Grief track. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, kind of from his tone and stuff like that, I was like, okay, we about to. This is like some therapy type rap that he about to do, and like sure enough, I think as it breaks down and we get into other songs i i break it down a little bit further on, on that what he was saying and but it, it was it was definitely like a therapy session that he's going through and taking you through and experiencing uh so uh but the multiple flows multiple styles all on one track you know that was just highlighting who kendrick is you know what i mean and uh i think man 
other other rappers does it, you know what I mean? And uh, God forbid you say the name M, you know what I mean? But I think he owns it and does it a lot better with the way he flips his styles and using his vocal, uh, you know, uh, using the vocal differences in the music like as that. an instrument. Truly, yeah. truly as an instrument. Yep, yep, yep. So, <laughs> man, the one line that caught me, like, uh, right here is just like, it was right at the end of this uh, song, but it was just like money, money wiping the tears away. I greed different. Man. What, what can we say? <laughs> Basically, you can't you can't tell this man what he, what what he should and shouldn't be doing. I thought that was like coming back to you know where Kendrick, where J Cole at when they was having all the protests and stuff like this. Like, hey, we different. Yeah. Like you you can't you can't. And I think he's he he specifically comes back with lines later on that addresses those with 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 on those when he has to come to it, but. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought about United Grief. A nice opener, nice little intro. That's what we asked. It's all about the intro. He kind of threw us off for a little bit with the little spoken word, but then he came back and, you know, highlighted all his skills on on that song. So, yeah, Kendrick. All right, man. Um, Next up, what do we got next up, man? Uh, N95. N95. All right. Man. So, so <laughs> like I said, he opened up with that little uh, spoken word. Then he went into his flows. I'm like, okay, this is a Kendrick I want to hear, right? N95 kind of stamped that a little bit more. That's a single. N95 is a single type song. You can have that. It's still, I don't think it's the best song going here, and I think he's going to have more singles on here. But, like, that's that's definitely one that catch you. And uh, the kind of song, like, what, the way he started off rhyming on this was, like, he was naming uh, the different styles and clout chases and all this. So I felt like it was almost like death of the auto tune, the uh, Jay Z, but it was death of the the TikTokers, clout chasers, uh, Instagram like people. You know what I'm saying? He was like, step away from all that shit. You know, just put down the phone, be you. You know, kind of had this point where you separate and be be with your families and people still trying to be out there <laughs> chasing something or being fake. You know what I mean? So, except who you around. So that's kind of how I was getting like off the beginning of this. But like, hey, he was kind of putting a a big stamp like a be real quit quit trying to be all this fake shit so like i was saying like death of the tiktokers instagram and clout chasers kind of what i was saying yeah but good luck you know good good luck trying to do that i mean we, we saw how how jay was we're trying to you know get us to change clothes and gold and put on button-ups and death of auto-tune it never really happened you know what i mean but it's a it's a good valiant effort, you know, if that's the the route he was going. But I, I like where he was going with the take off the Chanel, take off the Dose, take off, you know, the face. Like all of the stuff he was saying was like really, really good, encouraging, and it was behind uh like you said, a more uh more uplifting beat than the intro. But again, more prep work for what we're we're about to get. You know what I mean? So even take off your idols, like don't even idolize me. Cause I go through it too, you know, and as you kind of get into the song, these are just some of the things that he's talking about, you know, world panic, you know, you got, um, you know, damn man, it's just I got, so he got the line, like, I'm here. done with the sensitive talking. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. done with the sensitive, taking it personal, done with the black and white, done with the wrong and right. So like those type of lines, you know what I mean? That's why, why he, did, again, I told you he was going to be speaking on like people said, where Kendrick, where J Cole in, in those times, it was like, well, yeah, he got one line in there that caught me was like, can I vent all my truth? I've got nothing to lose. I've got problems and pools. I can swim in my faith. Like that line took me as like, he's finally at a point in his career where he can speak on how he's actually feeling and not mm-hmm. make an album 
that's so lyrical and and got the bent and the perfect mixture of the bangers, you know, the typical run of the mill thing. Like Kendrick is always going to say something, you know what I'm saying? In this music, regardless, like I don't think he's the typical artist in terms of the formulaic way to have a single, have this, have that, you know what I mean? He does it. He's always done it in his own way as far as his singles, you know what I mean? But I think this is his, you know, and I'll hold I could say this is probably his 444 as far as just his honesty and his truth being, because I don't think he's had an album about him that speaks to his truth. You know what I mean? So in nine five, take off the mask and and be you, you know what I mean? So that's, that's really, yeah, but it's autobiographical. You know what I mean? This is like stuff as a grown ass man, like, you know what I mean? Grown ass man, how he's feeling in terms of just things that he's going through the cheating um, had his, you know, his wife being mm-hmm. the main body of this, his mom, his, his aunt, auntie. And we'll get to those songs, but he had, he had one line that I feel like it's completely like, man, like, I, I was like, yes, this, I feel just ain't trying to say, uh, bigger than nothing, nobody or nothing like this. You know what I'm saying like just off the experience we had just been in the military, we traveled around and things like this, you know what I mean? So, what community feel they they the only ones relevant? You out of pocket. You know what I mean? I feel like that's how a lot of Americans <laughs> do feel, man. Like everything is centered around us. Like it's it's more going on in the world than just us. You know what I mean? But everything is how how it affects us, and we think that's how the rest of the world is, and it really ain't. You know what I mean? So that that portion, I mean, it's it's, it's bad shit going on everywhere, right? Uh, that's why people want to leave these other countries and everything, want to come to America and things like this, even though it's bad here too. Shit, shit's worse everywhere else too, right? So, and then we kind of want to shun all that, but then, hey, let's go help out these people. Like, well, these same people running over here, you know, <laughs> giving up everything to cross this border over here, and then, but you want to send shit halfway across the world, whatever. You're entertaining old friends when they toxic. Once again, that that's something that we done spoke on a lot. Like, and we done, we done, uh, yeah, on and offline. Like, like you know, yeah, no, no, like uh, on a lot of the leadership type things. You know what I mean? Like, what a lot of them say, like, hey, you're supposed to, you know, reevaluate them on a yearly basis. You know what I mean? Because that's that's kind of what he's saying too. Like, y'all, if y'all always around this type of stuff, it's gonna you're gonna have a negative effect on you. So. Uh, what the fuck is cancer culture, dog? (laughs) Uh, Say what I want about. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's one that got me. Say what I want about y'all because, uh, like, I'm Oprah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, man. Hey, Kendrick gonna back up a lot of talk that I done had, and y'all done pointed me and say I was out of pocket for, like, saying these type of things and the way I was thinking on certain subjects and stuff like this, man. Uh, we gotta we gotta get into that too, man. Like a lot of these things, exactly what I was saying. Just because I don't want to be canceled, and I can see things for what they are and things like this, y'all. When he's talking about Oprah, Oprah done put a lot of people on. Like uh, she she did a hanging out with Harvey Weinstein, but then down in Bill Cosby. That's that's hypocritical as fuck, right? <laughs> Aren't we all? I mean, are we? I mean, we having that conversation? Aren't we all? You know what I mean? We talk we talk about being hypocritical. Just in the music space, hip hop fans, we hypocritical. We bias to who we bias to. We like what we like. We try to stay consistent as possible, but 
the hip, the hypocrisy always comes. It always comes, and I, I think it being imperfect beings as we all are, you know, is good. It, good track, man. I, I think we we've stayed home out of this long enough. Like out this, of pocket, man. Out of pocket. I think he yeah, he brought a lot of he brought a lot of stuff out to the front. You know what I mean? It was like perfect title for the song in 95 just where we've been kind of you know masked up and you know centered on ourselves a little bit you know kind of look at the whole thing like we got to rethink how we're thinking a little bit so in 95 yep there you go yep yep so all right man got worldwide man. steppers up next man <laughs> this is my shit who? this is featuring who this is my shit kodak you know black your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> Mister Unique himself, the voice man. Like just, just does things different, man. But you know, continues to be itself, right? Not, not kind of shaking around and doing all this other thing. Ain't trying to follow no other trends. Just doing it. That's what I like about Kodak Black. It's unique. You know what I mean? In the midst of like all these people trying to sound alike, his is the one that's kind of different. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody else. Can hit off that same tone as Kodak or those sing songy flows like like he can. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people doing sing songy flows. Kodak Lane is a little bit different. The voice is totally makes him stand out a little bit, right? But uh he comes on, man. He say Kodak Black, OK Llama, and Eckhart Tolle, right? Uh, do you know the meaning of any of those things? Did you kind of catch doing the research on it? Yeah, 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 the Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm so Kodak with Black the is himself, of course. Oklahoma is yep. like that. They're they're saying it's translated to my people, but that that's kind of how uh, Kendrick is calling itself. Allah, just like most deaf with uh, what most deaf calls itself now. <laughs> yeah, I forget, man. Uh, uh, yeah, whatever. Whatever he calls himself, most deaf. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he good. changed his name. You know, Prince changed his name to the question mark. And artists do this shit sometimes, right? And then yeah. Eckhart Tolle, man, he's a, a like philosopher, like kind of wrote a book and stuff like this and it was on the power of now a guide of spiritual enlightenment i think it was one of oprah books like back in like 2000 that just kind of did but it's more on the spirituality and then the psychology of things type uh so <laughs> but i ain't gonna lie right here it's kind of drawing back a little bit on this because like man that spoken word kendrick the poet or whatever like how he kind of come on here man i don't know if i too much feel it man i like the beginning part like like the kodak on it but i mean like the spoken word Type rap, mm, it's for some people. I don't know if it's for me. Wait a minute. So after all these years, you've been asking, getting on here, Kendrick, where's the album? Kendrick, where's the album? Spoken word. The man talks about the writer's block that he has. That just whizzes right past you. You don't. You don't have no no nothing to say about that press. Nothing to was, say about him addressing word. It was, it should have been a skit. should have said interlude or something like up and now, you know what I mean? Then I would have took it different. <laughs> but the fact that you passed this off man. as a song is more of like a spoken word type of thing. I know this type of thing. That's an intro for most people. This is you trying to pass it off as a song. I don't agree with it. No. What do you, what do you think about the, um, I like, like what, the the, what he was saying with... up in there. I got, I got all the little things that he was saying, but I'm saying that's the song. This is probably one that I'm going to end up skipping. Kodak what do really you think about the confliction with the white women? Uh, I mean, that's the talk of the town and everything that's right now, man. A lot of people, hey, newsflash. A lot of people go on tours, cheat on a significant other. <laughs> it ain't nothing new. It's been in the industry for, for a long time, right? Glad to hear yeah, it. Was it was a time where rappers Glad didn't even acknowledge, acknowledge having a woman, having a wife, having a family. You know, 
Cass was rapping wild about wild shit for years and was happily married for about 15, 20 years into their career. So, yeah, man. I mean, um, if, yeah, he, he was out and about, man. It happened, slipped up. I'm glad he was honest, told his woman and everything. Uh, nice little message in it. Hey, he had... The, the, everybody else have their addiction. His addictions was something similar to that that we hear say just the infidelity, just cheating. Not so whatever. Yeah, I mean, happened. I'm not big caught up on it. That's his life, not my life. So okay. Yeah, and I also like how he was tapping into like really not being inspired by none of you rappers out here. So you know that <laughs> kind of I, I caught that as well because you know why why else you know what I mean with and I, I could only imagine man because. During, especially during like the pandemic and stuff like that, you saw a lot of people really putting in work. But then what about the other people who like needed to live life to put in work? You know what I'm saying? Like with their pen, like, you know, that's also a part of it too. So I could see why, you know, 2020 was the year of guys that can really rap and put out their music and guys like Kendrick probably had the writer's block and, and, and things like that. So overall, I'm cool on the song. You know what I mean? It wasn't, I'm like, all right, come on. You know, after N95, like, all right, this is this took a little bit of a lull for me. Yeah. But listening to why he he um, you know, kind of took a break and, and wasn't on as much music kind of made sense. So let's move on to Die Hard featuring my man Blast and a newcomer to me. I'm not sure if you ever heard of Amanda Reiner. I haven't heard of her before, but very welcome addition to this project, man. How do you feel about Die hard, man. It's a it's 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 a very nice track, man. I, I think like the mixing of the blast and everything on here, making it a little bit with the like R and B type feel to it. But lyrically, it's just more of this therapy session, kind of getting wind down at this point. Cash, kind of kind of done with it. But the the overall the production, the 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 features that he have on here, yeah, all all that kind of fit, and it's a nice flowy song so i can let it pass you know what i mean but it ain't nothing i'm jumping up to and just saying like hey this song right here no not on that one for me bro honestly this was the first bop like this is the first time where i'm you know even though it's simplistic lyrics shimmy shimmy you know what i mean all of that like this is the first one where i'm bopping i'm bobbing to naturally like it sonically sounded good to me in the headphones on a car ride like this was a bop, you know what I mean? It wasn't as serious in nature in terms of the the approach and the, the lyrical approach. I think Blast did his thing and Amanda did their thing to even out this whole entire song because if he kept going with such serious subject matter and not really deliver it to, I guess, us as a whole with like really just, it got to sound good too. You know, at the end of the day, regardless how you deliver your message and your truth in, in, in something as serious as we kind of go along um, in subject matter as getting shit off your chest in terms of what you've been going through the last couple of years or just in, in general, still got a jam. Like, you know what I mean? It's hard to listen to your life and everything without the bops. So this is the first time I started bopping to this shit. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. No, this is one of the ones there. Yeah. It may be on there. It may don't. You know what I mean? I don't know. As I dwindle down, dwindle down this mix, if I play it a couple of times and it's like, ah, I still ain't feeling this. It's coming out the playlist, bro. I don't know if this one will quite make it. All right, we're going to Father Time featuring Sampha. Man, 
I think he says, or like at the beginning of this, like you really need some therapy, right? That's how I come on, like, and that's how I feel, man. Like, why, why I gotta sit here and listen at this therapy session? Now, if we're gonna sit here, and we're gonna pick apart J Cole. But that's what it but is, bro. If, if we gotta sit that's here, exactly what this project <laughs> is. It's a therapy session. Calm like, down. If we gotta sit here and pick apart <laughs> J Cole and how, uh, what was the for your eyes only? How that back half was a was just specifically to his wife kind of seemed like on full clothes with you, and then how it kind of a little bit more personal. But the shit was just but that like, was bad. That was just bad. <laughs> That was just bad. Like but this, the, this thing, the, the, there's the, no. The, I want to fold clothes for you on this project. About this, you know, right here, it's kind of getting to me at this point. I ain't gonna lie, it's kind of getting to me. Uh, so I'm like, man, I need God something damn, to change it up a little bit, a little bit, a little bit different right here. I told you, if you do a double disc, like if you know, happy, I, I don't said, like if you do a double disc, don't be coming up in here. And now we're at track number five, and we had basically three, four songs that was more centered on <laughs> just this. Therapy session that he went to, bro. Like, man, I don't know if I'm on. I don't know if that's what I'm in the mood for. Just like you said, like it's it's summertime, man. I want something to like, kind of, you know, get me outside. Not not let me sit around and mope with you, nigga. No. <laughs> Damn that shit. This this is easily one of the standouts of the project, Father Time. Like what he talking about pushing his being pushed by his father and just don't hurt. Uh, don't never let him see you sweat. Be a man above everything. Don't show feelings. It, this is something that's the very necessary. Good. Regardless, the message good. But it's regardless of whether you want to bop or not. This is like one of the. I feel like this is one of the stronger songs. I hadn't heard Sanfa since 2017. He just he dropped this project. That was a welcome addition. He sounded beautiful on this on this or uh, whatever. I rock with this. Like the. The verse and every, like the verses every last. I do not. I do have some lines from here that I like and what he. Uh, I love the issues and stuff that he was pointing at, right? But yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of me. If I may change up a little bit, but uh, yeah, when he said like you the in the minority about, with that when one, he talking about his <laughs> his mom died. I asked why him why he going back to work so soon. Like yeah, man, most people don't grieve right, man. So kind of be holding it in those type of people need therapy you know what i mean so it's kind of, I'm kind of pointing it out and i know how a lot of people are going to relate to this because they probably pull something away from this song and everything and kind of you know make them feel a little bit better about the situation or feel more comfortable going to do something that they thought they should have been doing anyway right therapy or something like that <laughs> his first reply was son that's life and bill's got a bill's got no silver spoon <laughs> That's some hard life lessons, man. Why you going to work with so soon? Hey, son, that's yeah, I feel you. Bill's got no. But then, I like how he brought, like, every, I think he, I like how he brought everything together, like him and his father's relationship, and then his homies who, who didn't have their fathers, and them saying, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you got your daddy." Like, that's kind of what I got from it. And regardless of how hard your dad is being on you, at least the motherfucker there, you know what I mean, mm. may not be perfect. You know what I mean? And just growing up and just, you know, because I always, if I resonate with it, I resonate with it on a personal level. And that's what I hope he would hope to do. You know what I'm saying? So you sometimes you pass on what you've gone through, your trauma, and you're just what you've had to do to survive as a person to your kids when that shit ain't healthy overall. So Father Time is one of my jams, man, because, you know, personally, some of those those things I go through as a father, you know what I mean? Being too hard on my kid, you know what I mean? Really driving them really hard because I know what's what's out here in this world, but it, it got to be a healthy balance too Yeah. at the end of the day. So 
I, I rock with Father Time, man. So that 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 one was uh fire to me, man. But I know we we on Father Time a little bit too much. I think this is the first one we we really on the opposite sides of the spectrum. Okay. All right, man. Um, next one is uh Rich Interlude, man. So I Rich Interlude with Kodak, man. Here we go, Kodak again on here, man. Like, <laughs> hey, more validation on how it's going, man. Hey, seems like Kendrick likes Kodak as an artist as well. Uh, this is him speaking a little bit of wisdom, doing a little, like you said, spoken word type of deal, but it's interlude. Says interlude in, in this cash. This is what I said. Like, if you have interlude, I can kind of take it for a little bit different, but when you try to pass it off as a song and a spoken word, that's kind of how it's going to go a little bit different. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> Kodak, you know, I know a lot of people going to ask him a couple questions, and he kind of addressed those in his song, like, what you doing with Kendrick? What you doing with a legend? So what they call you? Like, <laughs> that part right there. So, <laughs> Him I like I like I like how he did that. Yeah, yeah, I like how he did that. Yeah, man. Um, but uh, but also with the interlude piece or whatever, uh, I like that he was able to just speak his piece. And really, when you, if anybody else said some of these lines, I'm not saying they're out of this world or anything like that, but just like really give you that that gritty raw and how it really is in certain areas, you know, in the cities. Like I think if it, anybody else but Kodak Black. Motherfuckers might have liked it if it was a if it was a rapper that's well accepted. As far as uh, say if it's an ESTG, you know what I mean. Say if it's somebody that people are gravitating to a lot more than Kodak with all of Kodak's issues and stuff like that. I think people like it a little bit more. But just on the surface level of just the song itself, I rocked with it. Very minimalistic approach, just the pianos, you know, playing. I believe that's that was the instrument. If I'm wrong, but it was a very minimalistic approach. Kodak got his bars off to me. And also I'm like, yo, why is Kodak on this project so much? Yeah. You know, as, as far as just that's what that second time we'd have seen him, right? That second right. time we'd have heard him. So I'm I'm also, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm also thinking, I'm thinking at it at this time to where like, why, hmm, this is interesting. Why is Kodak like such a part of this project? Well, maybe we'll find out what this means and why, why, you know, at some point when Kendrick, Kendrick addresses it. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If Kendrick had a had a helping hand, you never know, man. You know, he likes to do deeds and not really talk about it. But yeah, overall, man, I enjoyed the Rich Interlude. What welcome addition. Welcome right. addition to the project. So and then yep, number yep. seven, we got Rich Spirit. And this could have been a single too, right? And he gonna address some issues up in here that I, I think Kendrick did this pretty well throughout the album, where he talks on some things and then it comes up later in the song, later on in the album again, and it's kind of like referring back to it, right? Uh, so, uh, the rich spirit when he started on here, he talk about celebrity. Do not uh, being a celebrity don't mean integrity. You fool. Uh, I'm good. I'm a good man. Shake your hand with a firm grip. You know that part, right? Here, saying like, hey, just because you got a name out there, don't mean that they're always trustworthy or you got to believe every word that come out their mouth. You know what I mean? Go up there. I see analyze them yourself. You know what I mean? That's kind of what you're saying with the good firm handshake. You know what I mean? I can tell you everything about a man. Like if, if the dude was like off the handshake, you know, that's kind of how people want to say, but yeah, that little part. And that's going to come up again later on in an album. So we'll address that little part when it comes up, but this had a nice little man, the, the, the chorus, Catchy chorus could have been a good single that would have got him a 
bigger porch than he got a nice size porch, but I think if he had anything that was a little bit more bopping, like could have been played on the radio a little bit more, it would have gave him an even stronger porch leading up to it. But who knows? The hard part five could have been like one of those things. Like I only want to leak just a little bit, something that's not on the album, but still kind of keep people lukewarm because I want to know just like J. Cole did. Can I do a, a, a drop <laughs> and everybody come just because it's me? Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe, um, maybe. But I, yeah, think, just, I, I like to think that's what he's doing. He's a little insecure about that. You know what I mean? J. Cole dropped with nothing. No no fanfare and then, you know, did it. But he did it all by himself. That album was featured only him. 2014, Forest Hill Drive. Well, well welcome to Prez's Conspiracy Theories, people. <laughs> <laughs> I get to hear these things all the time. All the time, man. Let, let us know what y'all think about it. Uh, yeah, I got, I got nothing for it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, man! If people um, can break down these songs and find meanings that's not really there, I could at least come up with something like that, right? I could at least hey, say hey, that's man, what I'm I all... think. Like the reason he did it, it's just like, hey, maybe, maybe he's trying to. I mean, every now and then, you have something with these conspiracy theories. Every now and then, every now and then, this is just one of them times where I don't, I'm not sure I'm following. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. But, but yeah, much to your catchy point, catchy song uh, could have definitely been a, yeah. a single. Go ahead. For sure, catchy point, you know, um, highly captionable, like I said, man, um, you know, turn you into a song, the hook, that that's something that I think the people will probably push to the radio as far as um, a radio-friendly song. But just, again, man, wait, what a way to make something that's really easily, um, you know, something that you can vibe to. It got a bop and then it got a message, you know what I mean? Why would you be lying on Benjamin, he turning in, in his grave. I'd be lying if I said I wouldn't give shit away. The aloof Buddha, I'm Christ with the shooter. Praise to Muhammad. I might n-word news you. You know what I mean? Like so, it's just like little lines like that to where, okay, Kendrick, he getting in, he getting in his bag, but he just giving it to you in a melodic form. So I'm I'm definitely uh, rocking with Rich Spirit. So this is one that if I was Blueprint Twoing this this project like you. This would this would go on the final edition. Oh yeah, that that's something that I would going on like. There. That's going on there. Yep, yep. Now the next song. I mean, um, the next song, <laughs> man, great great listen. Man. First time through the argument song. I don't know what else you can say. Whatever hell it's called, I'm calling it that argument song on the album. That way, you know, the took argument a page song. out of Wale <laughs> and took it to the max. <laughs> Yo, he did this for a full song, man. Good listen, good probably second third listen. I'll probably come back to shout it out to I Taylor Page. Yeah, but uh, I don't think this is gonna make the the, the two point list, man. You know, you know, this ain't gonna make the playlist. oh yeah, man. This ain't gonna make the the edited version. Like this is something that man is nice up in here. It was something that he kind of brought to. Have you heard base. the edited version? <laughs> try try listen to the edited version. It's like a whole song is like nah, bro. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Just try, <laughs> Just try. But. I mean, it comes on with saying this is how arguments, this is how the real world is, you know what I mean? And they're like, people yeah. go through arguments. That's that's real shit, you know what I mean? So I think it was kind of bringing that up to the front, kind of showing you like, yeah, it's normal for people to disagree, but at the end, you know. Yeah. You know, Fucking make up. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that. Come over here, boy. Hey. Yeah, this is this but it is, did is, have this one is part of boy. it that stood out to me, Cash. One part that stood out to me that I once again, man, Kendrick giving me so much validation on this album. He ain't afraid to say the shit that I've been saying for years. 
Well, they mentioned R. Kelly. What's that? What oh R. man, come on! Man. You would bring up this damn R. Kelly. This you the reason R. Kelly can't recognize that he's abusive, man. Shut the fuck up. We all know you playing that his music, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I thought that was genius to throw in there, man. In the middle of the argument, where you just say shit just to say shit, it ain't got nothing to do with anything. You try probably trying to hurt somebody's feelings or just. Being like, man, shut your bullshit ass up, man. Unfortunately, I resonate with this song. You know, my earlier 20s were, you know, nice little roller coaster ride in relationships and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, but this is one of them songs I just don't want to revisit yeah, yeah, <laughs> after yeah, I yeah. heard it one it's, time. It's a toxic so, ass song, uh, man. Like he's saying, like you yeah, were very, very, very much, very, very much so. Song. I ain't somewhere I like to live in my relationships. I ain't happen, but I realized stuff like that happened, but I ain't trying to. Dwell on those oh, things no. and just relive those constantly. Like, nah, someone's saying, Man of peace. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, a man yeah. of peace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man but of peace right now in my life. The R. Kelly argument came up in their argument. You know what I mean? Just like, man, come on. It is <laughs> good music out there. Yeah, man. It's good music. I, 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 like, I, like, I like that he touched on it, uh, you know, because again, man, it's like you said, it could come up in anybody's relationship. Doesn't matter. Who you are, you piss somebody off enough, cheat, um, shit, count countless amount of things, but that's the one thing <laughs> I, I can really think of can we is just those type of things. We do those songs. Can we just get a collective of R and B artists together, and they just start redoing those songs so it's more socially appropriate? It's a lot of good songs R Kelly did, man, that we kind of just missing, but that that's the one time he mentioned. We may hear that name again. Yeah. I'm out on I'm out on that take. I'm out on that take. I just want to be publicly and say tell everybody I'm out on that take. I don't, you know, hey man. Well, I, I don't, <laughs> don't, don't want what R. Don't. Kelly did. I don't condone what he did. Like you want somebody to remake the song. <laughs> you want somebody to remake the song so you can openly listen to him. Yeah, why 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 okay. That's that was a good look. It was on the era, man. Don't act like people some of your favorite artists got songs with R. Kelly. Don't be sitting here playing like playing this game like you ain't never listened to R. Kelly. This is shit that just get on my nerves, man. Everybody y'all listened to fucking R. Kelly before, man. Like, let's quit playing that game like you ain't listening at it. And then it don't have certain little things. Like if you heard a song, you'd be like, Oh, then you'd be like, Oh, hold up, turn that off. That one's saying, man. Nah, just enjoy the damn song. And in one way we can all get past that if and somebody else singing. People do remakes all the time. Just start remaking the classics of R. Kelly songs so we can get past that nonsense. R. Kelly ass is okay. in jail. He ain't coming out. <laughs> he did what he did. The music, though. Oh, man. You gotta love tangent time. Gotta love tangent time with Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, all right, man. So that's We Cry Together. Next up, we got Purple Hearts featuring Summer Walker and Ghostface Killer. Man. This one right here, man, uh, great features, great song. This is one that would make the playlist on it and everything. I, I loved everything about this, though. So those, that this song would come off there. A lot of, man. So we nine songs in. I'm, I'm probably taking four on, on a good day out of, on this side of the album. Four? That's it? Yeah, I'd probably take four. Maybe. Maybe five. Okay. We'll see uh-huh. how, it, how it ends up. Yeah, I think the Purple Hearts is really, really dope. One of the stronger songs on this project, man. Uh, especially the features. Like, Ghost came in and sold the show. You know, I was interested to see, like, okay, Summer Walker's on this thing. Like, with Everybody had a full verse. 
Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yo, where, where was SZA? SZA could have did this. Where was, you know, as well as the rest of the crew. But it's, you know it's what I mean? I the, the subject matter, I feel like, was Summer Walker's lane. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Especially after the break, the public breakup and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it it you know, when you bring that up, actually, yeah, that does that does fit a lot more, a lot more. And uh, she did a thing on it. She did a thing on it. But with her being on it and TDE having a, a R&B artist, that got me going down a rabbit hole in terms of like, yo, where where's everybody else from TDE? You know, in terms of just the artist. So. Um, but this may have not been the project for them as as we know, as we're listening to it. Like this is more so about uh K Dot. So but again, man, um I think that uh Ghostface stole the show, man. Like I ain't know how Ghostface was gonna come off on this. I knew he was gonna come crazy. This is probably one of the first songs I wanted to go to because if if we don't know anything about Ghostface, we know these heartfelt songs and tracks like this, he excels in. Period. In, in in the story, so I was excited to hear Ghostface on here. He slowed it down a little bit, um, but stuck to the subject matter, and, and it was fly all the way throughout. So I, I love Purple Hearts. This is definitely a joint that'll be on any playlist I could play at any time because uh, it's just to me this one of the standout songs of Volume One. If I'm really really being honest about it, so I enjoyed that one. I probably say the most out of this whole entire disc. What about you, Press? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree, agree. I don't know. I was, I was lost for a second. Man. I was thinking like, man, come on, man. I believe I can fly. I, I know R. Kelly did a lot of shit, but I believe I can fly. <laughs> I'm a, yo, this is the end of uh, Volume 1 breakdown, so we're going to take a brief break, man, and uh, we're we going to come back with uh, with Volume 2 real, real quick, real quick. 